Hi, and welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Thlonia. And today we are talking about the first three episodes of the third season of The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu, um, because they've just come out. Yeah, and I really liked the recap that played at the beginning, because it really caught me up to date with how mad I was about (laughs) the ending. (laughs) And like the whole, at least the first episode, and then it keeps coming back, people keep being like, that was a bad fucking decision. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you, other characters. Yeah, everyone is also mad. (laughs) Like Nick. (laughs) I feel so represented by everybody. Oh, man. It was like, June. So. (laughs) Bad decision. Where do we even begin with this episode? I guess it's a lot of, it's basically all about Nicole these days, uh, it seems. The baby. So, like, yeah, the first big thing that, man, Serena's, like, mad because Emily was the one who took Nicole (laughs) and she doesn't trust her. (laughs) And, like, they have this weird argument where it's sort of like, uh, June and Serena are talking and Fred keeps like trying to participate in the conversation and it's just like totally ignored. Well, this entire, like the full first part, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot he's kind of under house arrest by Nick who's like, yeah, we're going to let her get right. the chance to leave. So you're going to stay in this fucking room. Yeah, that was such and a And then power Serena move. comes in and she's like, no, you're going to stay here longer. And it was like, whoo, But yeah, they're all just like the first time uh, June and Serena meet, they're just, like, French is standing in the corner and they're like, yeah. he's like, what do you have to say to yourself, Alfred? Uh, uh, and she's like, Serena, listen. Like, yeah, fuck, like straight up Fuck that. <laughs> like, yeah. talk to me. How we doing? Yeah, uh, and it seems like how we doing is a question Not mark. good. Yeah, like, yeah. Serena is... So it's like she did this thing that I feel like she sort of feels is the right thing, but it upsets her so much that she's like, is it the right thing? And I'm like, girl, it was the right thing. <laughs> like, it's you did a good thing. Like, you can chill. But she's sort of, I think, still in conflict a little bit about whether or not she wants to, I don't know, be a part of this. Like, I feel like she doesn't want to be a part of a resistant, like a resistance movement but she does appreciate like the personal positive. Your audio just cut out for me. Are you talking? So it's sort of, I don't know. Like, I feel like I want to trust that everyone's going to work together, but I'm like, I do not trust. (laughs) Um, But yeah. And then we see uh, some of Emily trying to ford a river. Hello. Hello. I had a feeling things were breaking. <laughs> I I was like, I can't hear you anymore. Can okay. you hear me? <laughs> and then I heard nothing. All right. Okay. I was just talking. I just like kept going because I was like, maybe she'll come back. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a safe bet. Okay, I'm noting down the time and okay. recap. <laughs> okay, so I was uh, I was talking about Nicole. Okay, and then I started talking about Emily and the baby in the river. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that was, um, this is the thing of Handmaid's Tale being Mm -hmm. political and relevant, where I was like, whoo-hoo, ooh-hoo, we doing this. They were like, this isn't just about reproductive rights, guys. (laughs) There's more. We're going to talk about immigration and 
fleeing <laughs> war-torn countries I, and shit. I feel like, okay, this, is, this might be a controversial opinion. Right, here we go. Oh, boy. I yep. feel like The Handmaid's Tale is, like, being, like, they're trying to be like, hey, white women who voted for Trump, <laughs> please care. Like, <laughs> please care about other people. It could be you. It could be you next. Like, once you start... Being like, yeah, taking women's rights away. Don't forget that you are women's also's. <laughs> like, and although yeah. I would say that the, I see that more in the way Serena's portrayed, yeah, where like they sure. had that whole thing last season where they were like, "Don't we feel bad that we're calling her a Nazi?" And I was like, "No, I don't." <laughs> <laughs> Shut so the like, fuck stop up. Acting like a Nazi. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, and there's at least in the first three episodes. I think it's in the third one where. Mm-hmm. Um, She's like, uh, Jude is still trying. She's yeah. still like, I know there's something good in you, <laughs> which right, like, God bless. But no, <laughs> she keeps like being like, oh, she's going to do something. And every once in a while she'll do something like get the be like, oh, yeah, take the baby. But like that was done because she's selfish. It's her baby. Exactly. So, it's like, like self-serving. Ultimately, like everyone is all about their own survival. And Gina's like, hey, what about our collective survival? <laughs> like if we work together. We, it might be easier on all of us. But yeah, I do feel like. And also because um, Serena has some power in this society. Yeah, that's the thing. And also, like, mm. she's part of the reason it exists, which yeah. always is like, oh, poor you. Oh. You thought this wouldn't apply to you. Oh, oh you said women can't read and now you want to read. Well, why did you fucking say that? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's sort of the same There's thing with There's consequences Lawrence. to your actions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we sort of see, like, these... But I don't have a read on him yet, which is why I find him so much more interesting as a character, because I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck he's going to do next. Yeah, I sort of... It's hard to tell, like, what the deal with his wife is. I can't totally remember last season what we learned about her, but, like, it seems like she is kind of the reason why he feels extra bad and, uh, like, about everything that's happening to women in Gilead. Um, even though it's like his thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we didn't get a lot of information about her. I think she was a professor. I think he, they explained oh, that she man. used to be a professor. Well, then obviously but like, she's going to be mad at him. <laughs> I think she might either be mentally ill in some way yeah. or she's like on drugs, which like question mark of, of how he's getting drugs. But there's something going on that he's specifically like, no one talks about my wife. Yeah. No one looks at my wife. No one does any like yeah. she's not well. It kind of seems like he's worried someone's going to be like, we should kill his wife, <laughs> <laughs> which oh, is one yeah. again, like the you put yourself in this situation here, buddy. But yeah. he has enough power for the moment that he, anytime he's like, no one talk to my wife. Everyone's like, OK, we won't <laughs> talk to your wife. <laughs> like, I guess we don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a pretty, pretty mysterious character. Um, and I think in the same way, like you were mentioning before, how Serena will like do things that are good. And then you're like, ah, like, are you good? But then it's for her, it's been mostly self-serving. But he's done some good things that seemed like there was it was not clear why he was doing them. Like, why did he yeah. help Emily escape and stuff? And he specifically <laughs> gets asked that. And he's like, because she's smart. And she could do things. He's <laughs> like, all right. I like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> it's really hard. He's he's hard to to parse, I guess. It almost feels yeah. like 
like, I don't know if it's supposed to be like he's conflicted and that's why his behaviors seem to conflict with each other or like uh, if he's, I don't know, if there's something deeper happening. It's it's not super clear at this point, but I feel mostly yeah. positive about him because I feel like the good things he's done have been very good. So I'm mm. like, okay, I feel like you might be okay. Um, but, I think like yeah. as long as you don't lie to him or like yeah, fuck with his wife, you're good. That. Yeah. Yeah. The two um, rules. but that's basically like the conversation we're having is basically the one uh june has when she's trying to seduce him and he's like wow this worked on fred and it's like oh yeah that was pretty funny Uh, and then (laughs) she's like you feel bad and he's like that's interesting because you're dumb and that's dumb and he's like all right i guess you don't feel bad uh, and he kind of turns her into him at the end of the third episode because she yeah. makes the choice about which five people right. are going to be saved from the colonies, which is the his like torture game of like five people will live, but which five you must decide, yeah. which is but like, is wow, it okay. a torture game or was he trying to give her people? like a test? Because it because she chose people that would be like. You know, yeah. helpful to the cause, and it's. I thought that was why he was letting her choose. Mm. Um, so when she refused, I was kind of like, "Girl, this is like free money. Like, <laughs> what are you doing right now? Like, who here knows how to make a bomb? Let her out!" Like, <laughs> so I don't know, but yeah, it's not clear of what his intentions are because he's so vague and rude a lot. <laughs> so yes, like I would also like to say. Test. He had the most on-the-nose political, like, parallel to our, our modern world, which was he referenced Binders Full of Women, which, as we all remember, mm. fun Mitt Romney quote from <laughs> the election times when things weren't quite so terrifying all the time and we could laugh about things and make memes. Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, I was like, ah! <laughs> and then you find out it's not Binders Full of Women, It's cages full of women. Yeah, which is also familiar to current day, unfortunately. Yeah, I was like, not children, not children. And then I was like, okay, at least it's adults. Yeah, just because there are no children in the society. Yeah, they need children. If the children were the only ones in there, they'd all be adopted out to rich people. Yeah, Uh, exactly. Which, by the way, speaking of adopted out, the first episode... Um, you kind of get, I was like starting off the season. I was like, all right, I don't agree with her choice, but she's staying here to get her daughter, (laughs) Hannah. She's gonna, we're, I guess that's going to be what we're like reaching for this season. And then like literally 10 minutes later, she's in Hannah's room and she's like, well, shit, can't take her. (laughs) Kind (laughs) of fucked up my one chance to. And it's like. She has a long and kind of weird conversation with Hannah's new mom. Yeah. Where the mom's like, she's a very smart girl. She knows she's very bad at sewing, but she's good at cooking. And <laughs> she, w- we would rather you not see her anymore because you will die. And I don't want that for her. And it was like, that. those are all excellent points, ma'am. Yeah, she was sort of hardcore. Um, yeah. Yeah, there is sort of this, uh, this weird... Like adoption narrative, like, like I don't know. I guess it's sort of reminiscent of people who might like want to keep their child but can't because they can't afford to or something. Mm, like and, she's like, better off. Yeah, it's like she's better off, but it's like it's 
she's better off in the way that like society has messed up so badly that this is like mm. the better option, which is like super sad because it's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so this is just a more uh, deliberate iteration of that. I feel like. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It w- and it's interesting to see when like the different characters, the women who are like, who are considering themselves mothers either because they had the children or they adopted them or whatever. Like, when they have conversations about motherhood and you can yeah. see that they, like, still kind of feel... Like, they, I feel like they, in some way, like, agree. It's just, like, the circumstances are so bad that this is, like, just how... They just think, like, well, this is the best it's going to be for Hannah. So, like, <laughs> like time for you to accept it. Um, but... Yeah, I personally am still like go to fucking Canada. Like, <laughs> like no yeah. part of this world should have gone it. in the fucking first place. Yeah, uh, and now but, oh man, so much stuff. And we see some Canada stuff, right? Yeah, we see some Canada so, stuff. Uh, yeah. I was going to to segue. Yeah. Uh, on talk of mothers, you see Serena's mother. Oh who's yeah, a bitch. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is like, <laughs> this is like a recurring character thing where you're like, why is this character so rude? And then you like meet the character's parents, and you're like, oh, <laughs> like <laughs> I see, like you're not the bad one. <laughs> so you were just raised by a really religious lady who tells your dirty secrets to all her friends. Yeah, and then has them pray nice? over you. Yeah, that's fun. That's like, Thanks, I, was, I was also like, is she going to share what she like wants them to pray? And they're all just like, we hope your marriage gets better. And it's like, oh, they already. Oh, uh, oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was not great. Well, I guess also this, this happens after the house burning down, right? Or before. Yeah, <laughs> this is um, after the house burns down. She kind of just goes to hang with her mom and she's like, I'm right. not going back to be with Fred. And then at the end of the third episode, you see Fred in the distance and you're kind of like, well, I guess this is happening. Yeah, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I Jesus do, Christ. I do really wonder, though, if they know, like if they know or if anyone has some sense that she started the fire besides June. Mm. Because I yeah. feel like that would make it be like, well, we're just going to take over your life because you're not mentally stable because you set your house on fire. Like, yeah, I don't know what kind like, of, like, oh. forensic evidence they, they have. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do they have DNA? Like, like, what is there? Like, they're like, wow, the fire started in the bedroom. Sick. No <laughs> idea who did it. <laughs> they're just like, maybe it was a candle. Our society <laughs> sucks. I don't know. <laughs> like, no clue. Yeah, it's not this also a um, lot of lot of moments. This uh, first few episodes where I'm like, oh, she's gonna kill herself, right? And then she, it's like a completely different thing. Like when she uh, lets the bed burn, I was like, she's setting herself on fire. I was like, and please. Don't then <laughs> in the third episode, she like wanders off into the ocean, fully clothed, and I was like, and she's gonna drown herself. No. <laughs> she's just having. Uh, first the fire baptism and now a water run. Next, next she'll fly into the air and sink into the earth. Yeah, bury herself <laughs> in the dirt. the avatar. <laughs> oh, man, I wish Mystery that was four elements. the turn. <laughs> this took. But alas, it'll probably be much more tragic. Um, although uh, we do have a very, in my opinion... Kind of hilarious. Everyone clapped moment. Like, oh, that was pretty good. I was like, this is. She looks as uncomfortable <laughs> with this as I do. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, why? When Emily gets to Canada, 
There's like, there's <laughs> also, I would like to shout out before the weird clapping thing happens. So right. she's like walking through a hospital. Everyone's, Everyone's looking at her. Staring at her. This she's... doctor meets her and gives her the most rehearsed sounding speech where they're like, we know you've had a hard time. You're in Canada. We would like to look robots. at you. <laughs> we would like to look over your health and safety. Uh, and then there she's like, I would like to hold the child. And then they start walking and everyone clapped. And, everyone. and then everyone clapped. <laughs> and that student, Albert Einstein. I was like, okay, first of all, I mean, if, I just feel like that is not something that people really want to be greeted with. You were like, traumatized. <laughs> you're like the coming out of, like, it's like good to be like, yeah, now it's finally. You did it. You know, like you're out of the worst, like active part of it. But it's also like, why are y'all, <laughs> why are y'all clapping, <laughs> making sudden loud noises? Everyone's staring at her like, this is not going to freak her out at all. Like, great. Yeah. Um, the whole thing, I was like, this seems like there should be better protocols. Like, I'm sure this yeah, is, like, a like, well... Don't let people they see. They figured it out. <laughs> but, like, that, and then, like, as soon as she starts talking to doctors, they're like, oh, yeah, you can get your clit redone. Okay, bye, I'll see you in two years. And it's like, oh, you have... Yeah, they're just, like... like a little <laughs> more time? Jesus. And, like, the optometrist... Like, she's clearly having, like, a panic attack or zoning out or something at the optometrist, and the optometrist is saying... She just keeps saying... Better? Yeah, worse? worse. Yeah. Better? She has, like, her eyes fully closed at one point, and she's just like, better? Yeah, it's worse? like, yeah, these people have, it seems like they should have had more training on how to, like, <laughs> Yeah, know. like, this has been going on for a while at this point. Yeah. Y'all haven't, don't know how to deal with traumatized people? Although maybe it's, maybe it's all supposed to be commentary on how nobody knows how to deal with traumatized people correctly in the world, mm. it, it feels like. Um, I don't know. I guess we don't really know what that process would be like. And maybe it is like really sterile and weird like that. Yeah. But I doubt everyone claps. That, I would, <laughs> like, that was just pushing it a little too far. <laughs> uh, I um, really want to see more of Emily now because yes. where it leaves off in these episodes is she she's like, I don't want to call my wife. And then she calls her wife after getting her glasses and mm. she's like and you see you you don't hear any of the conversation which i was like how the fuck do you open with that so i was like so hey <laughs> i'm in canada yeah it's like i've been here Smuggled. for a minute sorry i'm fine <laughs> sorry how's our son is he good he wasn't in the Car, so I'm concerned, but maybe he was at school or something. But like, I'm like, I need more context. How is your yeah. how is your relationship going to deal with this? Yeah. I have a lot of questions. Has she remarried? Like, we don't even Ooh. you know. Like, Ooh. who knows? That would be. I mean, I guess like in a way, that's sort of what June. I mean, as, as well as June could remarry in Gilead, but like with Nick, it's sort of like you form these survival romances. So it's like, yeah, who else? Who else is, uh, has tied themselves to someone in this gap of time where people have been separated? Well, with the dinner with Moira and Luke and Emily, I w and then lady whose name I forget who doesn't talk that much, yeah. uh, I was like, you know, if this doesn't work out with Emily's wife, Emily and Moira, power couple. <laughs> 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 That's true. 
man. I was just like, Moira's so empathetic. I love her. Yeah, she's the best. She's the best. She's doing a really good job, especially because Luke is freaking the fuck out because he has like a baby. (laughs) that he's just like, oh, God. And my wife didn't come. Yeah. Yeah, he's having a bad time with it. Uh, He spends like the first couple episodes where like, oh, he's ignoring the baby. Uh, which I was like, don't let Moira be the only person raising this child. Yeah, That's and Moira is also like, uh, <laughs> like help. Dude. Uh, but he gets out of his own ass on that. And yeah. she does clarify to Emily, who's like, he's been questioning, that he's just stressed that if June ever got out, that he she would also not want to call. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Emily's like, no, she would definitely call. It's <laughs> like, yeah, she would just show the fuck up at the house, just be like, I'm here. Yeah, she's like, no, she's coming straight here. <laughs> In the not most dramatic way possible. Like, she does not do things by halves. Yeah, there will um, be explosions behind her, <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> uh, oh, we also have, um, well, with June, mm-hmm. their whole thing with the Marthas, she's making yes. a bunch of friends. Yeah, a bunch of sneaky Lawrence's friends. Place. They got a whole <laughs> sneaky house sneaking around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was like surprising because I didn't remember there being that many Marthas at Lawrence's place. But um, I guess Emily didn't interact with them much, so it made sense that we didn't see them a lot. Yeah, hmm. uh, maybe. But hmm, yeah. there's a bunch of them just kind of running around all the time. He would. Uh, he has spy two. <laughs> yeah, he has two. I think, and then there's like a couple who are always just kind of hanging around because they're doing smuggling. Mm-hmm. Uh. Which is fun until, uh, like, they do their first job and then immediately the lady's like, shows, uh, another lady comes back and is like, I've been shot or stabbed. Yep. Unclear. <laughs> I don't remember what injury she had. And then she had to bury her, which was a lot. It took a very long time. Yeah. And, like, Lord's, like, kind of didn't let her have help. Burying her either. No, yeah, he's like, this is, it's like when um, the thing where you're supposed to rub your dog's nose when it pees or something like that, where yeah. it's like, look what you did. Yeah. Look what you did. Yeah, he's Don't do sort it again. of like an asshole, but it's like, as far as people in Gilead go, he seems like he's not, like he's not on the well, worst it's side, also like, he's a jerk. It makes sense because if he like, not to be yeah. like these dumb women know what, don't know what they're doing, but like. June gets into a lot of trouble, so yeah, it's good to be like, there are consequences to your actions. Yeah, people die, and you gotta bury and them and feel that, because you're partially responsible. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's hard to be a spy and a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. hard being so cool. It's true. Uh, <laughs> and we also are. get some Nick, Nick banging. <laughs> Nick banging. Every time she and Nick bang, I'm like, baby? is another baby going to happen? Because I can't, <laughs> Me like, too. She, she's going to have such a hard time keeping up with all these babies. Like, she's going to have well, to get Well, it's all mo- like, oh, God, they all have to get smuggled to Canada. There's only so many times you can be like, a random lady ran in, grabbed the baby, and ran back out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. People also, <laughs> Lydia um, right. shows back up, which I was like, I... Didn't realize she wasn't dead, but okay. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, I kind of feel bad for her because she's like, let's go look upstairs. And then immediately collapses on the stairs. And then as soon as June's like, we don't have to look upstairs. She like electrifies her with her cattle prod. And it was like, okay, I don't feel bad for you anymore. Yeah, You're like, terrible. Yeah, what's your problem? <laughs> yeah, Lydia, not great. Um, 
And she, I guess, is just, like, she's hurt from being stabbed by Emily. Is that mainly how she's hurt? (laughs) Well, she doesn't seem to be able to walk. So I don't know what exactly is wrong with her. I don't really remember. I think she, I think it's stabbed or beat up. Stabbed, right? Someone got kicked a bunch, but I thought that was a guy. <laughs> yeah, that was she. Yeah, she kicked that dude who died. The, her commander. Yeah, I uh, think I think that was in the recap. Stabbed. I think. Oh yeah, okay, she got cool. stabbed and she fell down the stairs. So let's like falling down the stairs. You can kind of throw a bunch of injuries in there. <laughs> She's like, yeah. Who knows? It's bad stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not great for your spine no, and extremities. Or, or any uh, of your bones. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we kind of, episode three kind of ends on a sort of hopeful note, sort of like the women will rise vibe with, of course, June monologuing very intensely at camera as she's wont to do. <laughs> yeah, I I like kept just like, I don't know if all her speeches are starting to run together, but I kept thinking like the one, I think it was the season one ending, maybe? No, wait, <laughs> maybe. I can't remember now. Where it's uh-huh. like, if they didn't want us to be an army, they shouldn't have given us uniforms. Uh, uh, it kept running through my head, and I'm always just like... clapped! <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I feel like I like the show, and I like what they're trying to do, but sometimes I'm like, girl, <laughs> like, why did you have to push that so far? <laughs> yeah, she, um, June does not know when to stop, which in, like, many ways is good, but yeah. also, yeah, it's kind of not like, great. You gotta have some chill so people don't suspect you. Like she's given people the evil eye in like every scene. I'm like, Junior oh, survival the though. <laughs> the whole bit where like she's flirting with Waterford and then Lawrence sees and then Lawrence calls her in to like serve the the wine or whatever the fuck they're drinking, grape juice, and like <laughs> he's like, you were a book editor, right? What books are there about the difference between men and women and the kind of jobs women should do? You're right. It was Darwin. Please get me my Darwin. And then, like, everyone stares at her ass while she, like, climbs up on the ladder. And she's, like, giving him the death glare the entire scene. And I was (laughs) like, I mean, like, I know. Maybe try to restrain that. Yeah, it's like every dangerous person is in the room. It's just like... Like, I know that this is bad, but it's kind of important that you live. (laughs) Like, for you to stop them, you got to be alive. Yeah, and there was, like, (laughs) Nick was in there, Waterford was in there, Lawrence was in there. I'm like, all the powerful men are in here. Also, I don't think we mentioned, but Nick's going to Chicago, which is going to be taken back from the Americans. I'm like, something's going to happen in Chicago. We'll see what happens in Chicago. Yeah, oh, Um, my God, maybe he'll, uh, what's it called? Dessert? Not dessert. Ooh. What is it called where you switch to the other side? Do that. Uh, ab- <laughs> oh, no. Ab- uh, oh. Mm, I keep My brain's like, yeah, there you go. I was like, <laughs> abduct? Like, that's not the word. Abdu- there is abduction in this, <laughs> in this yeah. show. Yeah. Um, true. But yeah, no, everyone's just kind of having a bad time. Yeah. But it's also getting to a point where I'm like, you can't trust anything you hear, like, no. through the grapevine, because, like... She has the whole speech where she's like, oh, yeah, all these Marthas weren't to- were totally not killed for being a part of the resistance. They were killed for heresy because technically there is no resistance. And like la, la, la. they didn't try to escape, help people escape because there is no escape. So like God knows if the Americans are actually going to lose Chicago or what. 
Yeah, it's really not clear. We they we like have heard some talk about rebellion stuff, but I don't think we've ever really seen what the war zone, like the like the war torn areas, the front are like, lines. I yeah, guess. yeah, front lines exactly. Yeah, because it's been like a lot of like you need to get this specific thing from place A to place B, and kind of like just focusing on that. Yeah, yeah, small uh, packages. And, yeah, you know. and yeah, just kind of getting them to the next spot. Um, but yeah, no, we there's like, uh, and they also say there's like um, a resistance cell out west. Uh, because that's where they're going to smuggle the chemistry teacher who can build bombs to. Right. Um, so like there's spots. Yeah. There are spots. This is, it's, it's interesting. I want to see more. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. I want to see Just like more when the they world. finally showed the colonies, I was like. Finally. And now show me the resistance. <laughs> yeah. Now continue this trend. <laughs> You've begun. <laughs> I want to see more. Yeah, I am uh, glad that we get to see more of Canada and sort of see that side of the story as well. It's interesting. Yeah, and it lends to interesting world building, which is like what yeah. would happen if all these refugees from the United States, historically asshole country, uh, yeah. just kind of pop up being like, hey. Hey, Canada. I know that we've never given anyone asylum, but <laughs> we would really like it. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. The, um, the scene where um, Luke and Moira are trying to get mail from the lady who's just like please everyone slow down i'm trying but like yeah, she's just she's so overworked like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah moira's like yeah i run one of these uh somewhere else and she's like yeah yeah you know how busy it is. and she's <laughs> like, like that's cool <laughs> i'm still not interested in talking to you <laughs> yeah um but i guess uh i guess i just feel like at this point and, and as I feel like we've said before, it's so hard to know what's going to happen next with this show. Um, My the, main thing is June better not get another opportunity to escape and then go like, nope, because yeah. this keeps fucking happening. At, yeah, at this point, it's like, just stop giving her chances because we know <laughs> she's going to break our hearts. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it seems like uh, like at this point, I just hope don't get pregnant. Um, fine, Hannah. <laughs> like, get out. That is the plan. I mean, I, I think that the show creators have talked a little bit about how they're basing the rest of the the next few seasons. I think they have a set number. I can't quite remember. Um, but they're basing it on, at the end of the Handmaid's Tale book, there's a little, like, historical papers section or something where it's, like, a professor yeah. talking about what happened. So I guess, like, they're basing the rest of this very loosely on that outline. Um I don't super remember what that was like. I know it ends with her escape, but that it's like a journey. So I assume that like maybe at some point part of her journey will take her through the front lines or something like as she is like going to Canada or something like that. I really um, want her to just like fucking leave this one space she's been in for so long. Yeah. And like get really in contact with the the people. I want her, I want to, like, we, we saw the, um, the industrial sites for the first time in these episodes mm. where, where they do the laundry because she's like, the handmaids aren't allowed here because chemicals, uh, it's <laughs> like, cool, show more. This place is creepy. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of stuff yet to be revealed and it's just, it's hard. It's so hard to know which characters you can trust in this show as well. I really want Emily and her wife to be okay yeah. <laughs> or to at least talk. Well, I feel like that is 
that is a good a good hope to have for the next few episodes as someone who watched them. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Um, but yeah, but for for these first three, I feel like they've set up the season pretty well. I mean, it was like really frustrating. I thought at the end of last season, but. Now with this current setup, I'm like, well, at least there's like more motion. It's sort of like she is a part of this rebellion versus the first two seasons where she's kind of just surviving all by herself. (laughs) And it also does feel like she's slowly like she's stopped giving a shit about her own safety. Like she's getting increasingly risky and like unpredictable. Yeah. And less careful. Yeah. Which Which is dangerous. But it could. But fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, it's fun to watch, and it could like lend itself because I feel like a lot of the characters, well, like the whole rebellion so far has been mostly like whispers and people passing small packages, and it's like not really like at least within Gilead, it's still very quiet. So it'll be interesting to see if she sort of like raises hell within the walls of Gilead <laughs> versus just like on the front lines they're being fighting. Because they seem to, like, kill anyone who can talk about it. So, like, if she does a big thing where, like, no one can deny that it's happening, that would be interesting. Yeah, some sort of, like... like, even when they exploded all those dudes, like, Mm -hmm. they were just kind of like, a random person did it. Yeah, exactly. So there needs to be some... I mean, like, it, it does feel, like, implied at the end of the third episode that, like, she's going to try to make a bigger network... Like, she's going to try to grow this rebellion or something. Um, and it seems like like it's relying a little bit on the idea that Serena might help, like, in some way. Or, like, like she may have some ability to get some stuff from Lawrence and, and Serena and the people who are, like, in power. So that does sort of feel like, hmm, this rebellion could succeed if you had some people on the inside in addition to all the people on the outside. Mm. Um, but it really depends on if either of those characters are going to betray her or, like, yeah. stick with it. Because they don't <laughs> the really only thing, have much uh, Like, for Serena, I feel like you just have to speak to, like, do you want to get back at Fred for something he said to you? <laughs> <laughs> like, or anything time? about Nicole. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, she's very motivated by, like, the people immediately surrounded her. So if you're just, like, Fred said this, Fred said you're a bitch. How about we blow <laughs> up his car? Um, or... But this will help baby Nicole. Yeah. We're set. She um, has the like power said, to burn houses down. It's just yeah. a matter of directing that energy. <laughs> shit, like all the shit she did, she only lost one finger. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, Not too bad. And that was for, for reading. <laughs> um, but uh, Lawrence is kind of more unpredictable, so I'm yeah. not sure. Both like more like, he powerful, could flip. but and yeah, and more. Because I'm not sure in the first episode when he drops her off at the McKenzie's and then immediately the cops get called on her. I wasn't sure if it was like one of the other people in the household right. saw her or if it was him who called it in right. uh, to then make the play of um, having her transferred to his house, right. which would be a not great thing. Yeah. Uh, it does seem like, hmm, that would be interesting because it does seem like he respects, like, not, not like it respects her intelligence necessarily, but like her character or something. Like, he has some interest in like her opinions and, and her way of like seeing Gilead. So it would kind of be interesting to learn that he had like betrayed her in that way, but so that he could have more information about 
like this world he's created from someone mm. who's adamantly opposed to it, I guess. Um, yeah. So, well, it's it, a thing it's where I don't, we, we haven't like really heard about the stuff he wrote. They're just mm-hmm. like, he's the founder. But yeah. Like, they just keep vaguely saying stuff. <laughs> what if he just did this as like a thought experiment and then someone was like, cool, let's do it. And yeah. Like, and now he's and like, like trapped what? politically. He's like, yeah, I totally support this. And he was like, that was a fiction book. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I imagine. Well, not really, but like the Scientology guy, that was a fiction book. Elman uh, Hubbard? Yeah. Oh, he but was an asshole, though. Yeah, he supported it. But it's like, this could be, like, him, you know? Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, like just... Like, I wrote a really cool, like, fake book, and everyone was like, I think we should base our society on this. And you're our king. And he's like, I guess I'll take it. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see um, what happens. Because it does, I don't know, it does seem like if he created this world so to speak and it's not very happy with it like maybe he's open to maybe he's just trying to improve it which uh might be like not the best because this whole Gilead should just be like destroyed but like (laughs) but I guess it's better than him you know not feeling bad ever it does seem like he feels bad sometimes um I I don't know do admire his ability to like just fuck with all the other commanders. Like he's like, yeah. I'm not going to a meeting. You have to come to my house. <laughs> like you know yeah. what? Yeah, <laughs> sure, I can support that. You're like, yeah, I would do that too. <laughs> Be like, um, I don't want to leave. You can come over. Please bring your pets. <laughs> like, and then we'll all hang out. Oh man. Well, I guess we'll have to just see as these. Uh, next few episodes come out. I mean, technically the fourth and fifth episodes are already out. Um, and we are going to be talking about the fourth, fifth and sixth episode, um, next week. So we'll hopefully get double the amount of information and plot development. Um, also, did you have any improvements? Because I had three. (laughs) Ooh, I mean, most of mine were, more people tell June that her mistakes were made. <laughs> I feel like bad uh, ideas. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then as ever, just I really want someone to kick Fred again. Like it was really sweet that one time he was in that bomb accident and had to use uh, a cane everywhere. Like yeah, I just really want someone to hit him, him to again. Get more hurt in that explosion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Serena's on. lost a finger. Like he could lose a leg or yeah. an arm or something. Yeah, he he owes the world at least a limb. <laughs> at this point. If we're if we're going by limbs, he owes one. <laughs> yeah, I one of mine was that they should just say fuck in every sentence because I <laughs> swear that there was a conversation between Jude and Nick where they just said fuck in every sentence. And I was like, guys, like, I get that we mad mad, but like and like we're on Hulu, but this is a little silly. <laughs> a little um, much. A little much. Um, I also think that everyone should get glasses. I love the idea that like the half the handmaids are just like stumbling around blind. Like half the people in the yeah. society are just like, we can't see anything. Yeah, as soon as I had like the perspective of uh, yeah. uh, like Emily's perspective, I was like, oh, she's been stumbling. Like she has no idea what the fuck was going on. Yeah, she's like, like if she saw her wife, she'd probably be like, blur? <laughs> like She, get, she like sh- gets interviewed by the police and they're like, can you identify any of these people? And she's like, I don't know. I didn't see their faces. <laughs> Everyone was a blur to me. 
I mean, that's like a great way to control people. Just not give them <laughs> glasses or like hearing aids or whatever. And then they're just like, like they just don't know what's happening. Oh, man. Yeah, it's like you don't even have to gouge out an eye when they do no. something bad. Yeah, they'll just lose <laughs> their vision slowly. Like, it's totally fine. Like, all the all the wives and commanders get LASIK or something. <laughs> oh, man. I doubt they would even. It's not God's intent. He wants us to all be not, you know, able to see. <laughs> yeah, they, they're praying away that lady who's, like, uh, right before Serena who has cancer. Yeah. They're like, we're just going to pray it. Yeah, although it does pray seem it like she's getting chemo right because her hair was like falling out so it's kind of like do you think it the prayers just are like what's she's helping? dying <laughs> yeah yeah it's not super clear it's like why did you create this stupid society <laughs> like y'all are dumb um and uh my last my last improvement was that mm-hmm. well we we get to see the dystopian grocery store quite a bit but yeah. i'm really curious about like dystopian ikea like, where's Ooh. West Elm? Like, they get their furniture from somewhere. Are there antique stores? Is <laughs> like, a dystopian Gucci where they're, like, getting their clothes? Like, I need to know. I need to know what it looks like. Is Manicurists. it clean and white? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's so many careers that I'm, I'm interested in seeing Gilead versions of, you mm-hmm. know? Although it does seem like they would reject, uh, you know, consumerism. So it's, it's hard to say, but... I don't know. The dystopian grocery store is pretty cute. It feels, yeah, you know, but also, cleanly styled. <laughs> like, if they're making their own clothes, then, like, someone yeah. got to be raising sheep or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> dystopian Where's sheep herder. Sheep? <laughs> <laughs> that must be a weird job. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, I sell my wool to this dystopian society. <laughs> But I would love to. They're just like an independent, like a parody documentary, and it's just a guy who was like has a bunch of sheep, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't know what's going on out there, but like, it's like I've been miss selling my wool. Yeah, I've sold so much wool. It's like meet the man who lives right outside Gilead. He raises sheep that make only red, blue, and colored <laughs> wools. And he's like, yeah, it's really cheap. They only want, like, three colors. Like, it's totally an easy gig. Yeah, I do wonder. Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully we'll find out more about that in the next three episodes as well. <laughs> I would like to see it. Yeah, I would like to see it, too. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess on that note... Thank you so much for listening, and we hope that you'll stick with us as we talk about the fourth, fifth, and sixth episodes next week. Um, man, there's just so many things that could be in the sign-off for this show. It's just, they do so many things wrong. Um, I guess, like, a common theme is uh, try to be, like, you know, don't be too reckless. I, I feel like that's something we've, we've really touched on. Like, we want the rebellion to succeed, you know, but for it to succeed, you got to Put some thought into it, careful planning, try not to glare publicly at your enemies all the time. <laughs> like, you know, if you're going to yeah, plan try to rebellion. be <laughs> a little subtle and most of all, get on the fucking van. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't miss your opportunity. It may not come again. You know? Yeah. And on that bleak but but honest <laughs> note, <laughs> take your escape, people. <laughs> take it. And uh, yeah, we'll be talking about the next few episodes next week. Thanks so much for listening, and goodbye. Bye. No improvement.